Welcome back to a super fantasy football show. I'm John. And I'm Randy. Randy, you, you and I were just going through our, uh, our championship record collectively. Because I, I have one, and you have one as well, right? The Real yes, Americans? Yes, correct. And we're, we're trying to think, and we're, we're going kind of through the rest of the league. I think Brian has three, because he, he had the three-peat, like, he had the hot start. Um, uh, Shooter McGavin, our very own Matt Chez, he has a couple. Or he has, he has mm-hmm. one, I think. He's one in the modern era, definitely. Eric has two, I want to say. I believe so. Um, but, and then we were trying to think, our, our guest today, we have Tom on here. How many did Tom, how many has he had so far? Because I know uh, he's got had to have at least one because he's been in the in the championship game, what, like four times? Five times, is it? <laughs> You mean to tell me Tom's been in the championship four times and hasn't won one? What let's, is he, the fucking Buffalo Bills? Well, let's let's look let's look at this. It's uh, okay. So 2002 last year, uh, this is my championship year, and I I won the up against uh, the Denier Ryan Gatorades. So that's one. Okay. Um, two okay. 2021, your year. Uh, you beat me in the in the finals. Oh, I did beat you. Okay, so I, I was a, a finals repeat. Okay. Um, 2020 uh, champions the for power and vitality second place Denny Irvine's Gatorades that's two. Let's see here. Uh, 2018 Bees Blumpkins the uh, second in their three peat Denny Irvine's Gatorade second place there. Uh, let's see here. And up and beyond that, uh, just a couple of third place finishes and. Nothing, nothing too much to root for over there. That's pretty crazy, isn't it? Sounds to me like Denny Irvine's Gatorade. They're the uh, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. They get to the wedding, but no one wants to marry them. No one wants to give them a championship. If I may, <laughs> if I may, uh, I've had a bit of bad luck in recent years. Uh, a lot of bad luck in recent years, and. Uh, if I'm gonna be honest, I'm not totally confident about the prospects this year either. Well, tell <laughs> tell us a little bit about your bad luck. Last year, nothing nothing really weird happened last year, did it? When you lost? Well, that's a great segue, John. <laughs> um, it is pretty astounding the fact that I basically got fucked because of the Mar Hamlin's life changing injury. <laughs> wow, that's pretty great. That's a pretty wild accusation of you to make. The man died on the field, Tom. And my and my championship hopes died on that field as well. <laughs> oh my I god! Just, I, I just broke the leg through the chair. How the fuck? Did I, he... I don't know. Jesus Christ! I feel like this is the second chair incident you've had on a podcast, live on a podcast. I, it might be. Might be time to buy some new chairs. Yeah, get get some new chairs, man. Anyway. We we were saying. So, so let's let's go over real quick. So you, Tom, what happened last year? If I remember correctly, mm-hmm. um, I was down. I think a significant margin to John. I, I honestly was. So it mm-hmm. it was a long it was a long shot. Like I needed to have a decent number of points from Jamar Chase and someone else. I, I think I had two players in the game. It was Jamar Chase and someone else. I can't, I can't remember who the other player I had in that game was. Mm-hmm. 
But there was a chance. There was a genuine chance because Jamar Chase had, had obviously been having a good year. Um, and then I think it was what the first or second series that it, that the the, the the injury happened, and mm-hmm. then there was much deliberation following that game about what to do about Tom's chances. And if I remember correctly, did, didn't we give me an opportunity like the next week, just like whatever Chase and that other player had the next week, we could like add her or something? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Is, I think that's what happened? What I yeah. think so. Yeah. And, <laughs> and and obviously it didn't work out. And, you know, it, like, yes, I'm, I'm playing a bit of cope here by saying like, oh, if only that, that hadn't happened. But it, it was still a long shot. There was... <clears throat> It was a pretty wild, uh, you know, butterfly effects. Like it really was the, the craziest thing in the world happens over here and all the way down here. It uh, obviously not majorly, but did impact our lives. And yeah, it's 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 in terms in terms of impacting the world. Uh, Demar's way up here, and Tom's way down here, which makes it pretty fucking funny. It oh does. my god, <laughs> that is amazing. Okay. Well, interesting. So, always the bridesmaid, but maybe this year, huh, Tom? You know, maybe, but once again, what really ends up always happening is that there's always this push in midseason, as you both know, that when the clear winners of the season emerge, those players, those teams decide, we'll make a push and make some trades and decide to solidify those teams, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. And I seemingly always make the wrong calls on those trades. For example, last year, John ended up, I think, getting McCaffrey. Correct, John? Yep, I did. You had, you had McCaffrey. I think you already had Eckler, correct? Yes, correct. And at the time, I think those were probably the, the two most productive players in the, the entire league that were non-quarterbacks. And even maybe including quarterbacks. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey was definitely... that He was the best player last year by far. He's been a machine. I mean, I actually like since he arrived at the Niners, he's been an absolute machine. And even and even now, you know, the real issue currently is just that most of my team is just so wildly inconsistent. I I don't know what to think of them from week to week, you know, Mm -hmm. and Brian's team is just so much more dangerous on paper. I, I, I need to rely on a bit of luck, magic, kismet, whatever synonym you want to throw in there, Johnny. Oh my god, I am so excited to talk about these games. Uh, this is amazing. Uh, I do want to get into that, but before we do, uh, Randall, well, we have two trips to hear about. Randall, would you mind telling us a little bit about uh, your recent trip? So, Where'd I you went go? to Nashville for a long weekend. And it was your birthday weekend, if I'm It not was also my birthday, yeah. So you went there, I assume, to celebrate your birthday? I just went there for the hell of it. Yeah. Okay. It just happened to be my birthday weekend. Um, I did have one bar that questioned my ID. Really? <laughs> one bar. Cause I walked in, it was a Pennsylvania driver's license. It just happened to be, I'm like, if I'm going to give you a fake ID, I'm not going to tell you I'm 31. <laughs> and uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like you've looked 25 since you were 17. Yeah. So I was so confused when he started. He was like really looking at it, and I'm like, Just "Let me in! What are you doing? When's the last time you were honestly carded? Other than this, I couldn't tell you. 
I mean, I haven't been carded in I don't know how long. Same thing. It but it like, was only one bar. Every other bar, I didn't have that issue. It was just one bar. For some reason, he was, like, questioning my ID. Interesting. I've been carded at Froggy's, like, they they just, like, for a while there, they were, like, super strict about just carding everyone. And it was Aren't so you weird. There, John? Yeah, like, the, like the bartender who's, you know, we're friends with, she serves us all the time. We talk to her. She was like, I'm so sorry, but, like... We just like cannot not check IDs right now. So not that it's I crazy. want to slander Froggies, but I believe they had an incident a few years ago. Yeah, I mean, and now that's, like they have to. That's kind of the way they act. It's not like the old green front end. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, but other than that, I mean, Nashville was great. I've never been there. I really yeah, what, liked it. What'd you eat? Was it was your first time there? You said it was my first time there. What, what was the best thing you ate? Old. I sent you it. That churro croissant. Oh yeah, that, that was, was really good. Yeah, it it was like a croissant done up like a churro, and it had this like some kind of filling. It was awesome. It, um, it looked amazing. I'm trying to think the best the best overall stuff I ate. There was a breakfast joint called Bre- Biscuit Love. Mm. I went there three days at, or no, I went there two days, Saturday and Sunday. And nice. it was awesome. Their biscuits were great. Pretty damn close to uh, what's the place we went to in Chicago, Johnny? Bang Bang, Bang Bang, Bang Bang. Pretty damn close to that. It was really good. I loved it. That place was good. Nice. I think biscuits got to be in John's top three favorite foods, right, Johnny? Oh yeah, I love a good biscuit. You love some southern biscuits? Hell yeah. Well, that, that sounds so, great. And did you uh, you went out to a couple bars and there's like live music, right? Yeah. So on Lower Broadway. Every bar has live music. Mm-hmm. And like some of the like more honky tonk type bars are playing like older country. Um, a lot of the bigger ones, it's a lot of like newer stuff, kind of like 90s, 2000s. Some of them are like covers of like pop songs, but done up in country. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, you can't go wrong. Every bar, and even like during the day when I went on uh, Saturday and Sunday, they were still playing live music all morning and afternoon. Randy, I am, always, I am always genuinely impressed that you were able to do those trips to those kind of cities by yourself. That is, you very know what? Impressive. I was fine. I was fine. The one cool thing I did, I told Tom, I went to the Johnny Cash Museum. Right up my alley. And I had a great, like, it was a quick thing. I was only there for like 35 minutes. Mm hmm. But just seeing like like his military discharge papers, like the handwritten lyrics to Folsom Prison Blues, um, it just different different. So it was like pretty cool to see. Yeah. And are you like are you like chit chatting people chit chatting with people in these cities? I did like in the evenings. Yeah, I just strike up random conversations with strangers at bars, and Do you, pretty uh... much everyone was pretty friendly. Yeah, that's good. Nice. I uh I was delivering some puppy chow to some friends this weekend. Tom, I have yours still, by the way. Uh, let me know when I can drop it off. But sure. uh, I think it was, I think Ches was talking about how many bachelorette party tabs did you pick up? Zero, <laughs> zero. I don't, I don't know that I fully believe you. Zero. Did you talk only... to any bachelorettes? No, but there was a on Friday. The only drinks I bought was there was a girl. She was there with her friends, and I'm pretty sure her boyfriend, and it was also her birthday. 
And she pulled out her ID to prove it. And she was like, I don't believe you. It's your birthday. I pulled mine out and I bought her and her friends around the shots. That was it. Okay. Right on. A lot of bachelorette parties there, John. <laughs> Lots of them. All right. And Tom, how was, uh, how was your trip? If you, if you don't mind talking about it. I don't mind talking about it. It, it was, it was a fun time. I, uh, got into Denver to see our friends, Austin Miranda, uh, Thursday night late. They were kind of picking me from the airport. We, uh, and then Friday we, uh, uh, slept in and then we went to, uh, uh, some, some, the, the, this nice fried chicken spot. And then we went over to, uh, this very cool place called the Welton room where we got some experimental cocktails, you know, lot, they were all made with like smoke and liquid nitrogen and really cool. Went to a concert for, um, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats. That's the guy who sings Son of a Bitch. It, have you ever heard that song? Can you give us, uh, can okay. you give us a little? Can you give us a little? No one wants to hear that, Johnny. <laughs> just do the, just, just do Son of a Bitch. Son of a Bitch. Pop me a drink. Oh, there you go. Um, now, the funny part like about that. The, the, the funny part about being uh, uh, jet lagged, tired, and drunk was that I was falling asleep during the concert, but luckily, they woke me up for the highlights of the show that I wanted to see because they're nice friends. <laughs> surprise, surprise, Tom falling asleep. <laughs> that is so funny. It's, it's pretty on brand. Um, they, they have a lovely new puppy named Onion that is very adorable that they very much enjoy now. Um, uh, really cute little dog. Um, and uh, Saturday, are, they still are they still fostering or is that their dog? Well... Uh, they are fostering, but they did um, uh, take him back for one of the adoption cycles, or however you call it. I, I might be getting the terminology wrong on on Saturday, um, but they took him back because I guess he wasn't taken. So, but they do. I, I don't mean to speak for them, but they seem to, to like the dog enough that they might want to keep the dog and make it their dog. But you know, great little oh, that'd be cool, great little dog. Um, Saturday I went to a Christmas bazaar, great little market over Littleton. Went, went to Breckenridge Brewery, watched the first half of, of, of the uh, Sealer game, only saw the first half, which was all I wanted to see. Um, and, uh, you know, Sunday, nice and easy, went to the airport and had a shitty day leaving because of, of, of some uh, airplane trouble. So I spent quite a bit of time at the Denver airport and uh, got that. back pretty late. Been there, buddy. Uh, Been there, that, buddy. Isn't that the best? It's the best. Well, okay, I need to know, how is the food in Denver? It is not nearly as bad as I make it out to be. I mean, maybe they <laughs> I just took me to the it. But it seemed fine. Because, for, for example, right, they took me Saturday night um, to their favorite little Italian restaurant called Batola. Mm -hmm. um, and it was phenomenal. I mean, I got this lamb this lamb ragu. They had, like, balsamic Brussels sprouts. I had, I had a nice glass of wine. Um, Brand had, had, had shrimp scampi. Austin had this black cod with saffron risotto. It was phenomenal. And... You know, most of their meals were pretty good. On, on Sunday for breakfast, before we went to the airport, we went to the Breakfast Inn, which was which is their like little Dick's Diner. Great food, big portions. I had no issues with the food. I don't know what they're talking about. It seems fine. Well, Austin but, always says there's no good food in Denver. It sounds like he's wrong. I, I mean, I don't know. If he's, like, look, I, I I was there one weekend. Maybe maybe they've been there long enough to, to suss out the good parts. Yeah, I don't know. But but it, but it seemed pretty darn good. Well, that's good. Yeah, I I they probably were taking you to the best places. Uh, probably but, but yeah that's uh well that's that's good to hear awesome well uh fellas thanks for telling us about all your big trips around this great big world uh this segment was brought to you by verdian global 
for all your timeshare needs. Viridian Global is there for you. Hey, John. Yes, We Randy. told you about our trips. Mm-hmm. Kind of a callback to the last episode. Have you made any decisions about your uh, your trip? No, no, I have not. I and I have the time is ticking. I have like twelve days to figure it out. On that, buddy. Um, yeah, it's it's top priority. I still have Christmas shopping to do. Things are I'm I'm behind on shit over here, but uh, we'll we'll get to it. We'll we'll figure it out. Anyway, all right. Are we ready to uh, to talk some fantasy football? I say yes. All I'm right. ready when you are, Chief. All right. <clears throat> well, let's start with uh, last week's games. Uh, we'll start off with Altman and Sons versus uh, Tech. No, damn. Where's my freaking list? Altman and Sons Altman versus the Running Fools. Yes, that's correct. Thank you, Randy. Uh, kind of turned out to be kind of a bummer of a game. It was you know pretty close last week. Yeah. Uh, turned into a huge blowout. The uh, if you just look at starting running backs, oh my god, yeah, Altman Sons. It was what like three combined points combined for one point between Brees Hall and Bijan Robinson. Oh Bijan ended up with negative <laughs> negative point five, and Brees Hall had one point five, bringing their grand total to one point. And on the other side for the running fools, uh, Tony Pollard six points, Christian McCaffrey thirty eight point five points. So. Uh, I mean, running fools, living up to their name in that in that game. That was uh, that was pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. The CMC playoff dominance continues. Yes, yeah, he was the guy last year. You turned it on, and uh, it looks like once again he's doing it. I tell you what, the running fools. I've been saying it all year. They're they're not a team that I would want to play on any given week. You look at their lineup. And, okay, let's go through their their current lineup. Josh Allen, Tony Pollard, Christian McCaffrey, Justin Jefferson, Amon Ross St. Brown, Isaiah Likely tight end, Cooper Cup in the flex with Ezekiel Elliott and a kicker. Uh, And granted, this is the first time that full lineup has been available with injuries. Justin Jefferson out of the wild. That is clearly the difference, the fact that he was missing – Cup for like what the first six games he missed Jefferson for like seven games, I think he I, th- I think he even missed McCaffrey for a couple of games. Mm-hmm. That's that's probably the main reason why he almost didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, just an absolutely crazy, crazy season for them. Um, but did, oh, hold on, let me pull this up. Where does where did what did David say about the? Uh, about the running fools being asked. Where did he say that? Um, in the di- it was in the Discord, wasn't it? I don't. Did he exactly say they were ass? I thought he called them cheeky. God, fuck! I meant to take a screenshot of it. Uh, sure, brass, but yeah, you know, sure. Oh, here it is. Here it is. All right, can you- David yesterday said a team that barely makes the playoffs in a division with two total tank jobs, a Didiano team that wasn't good and only advanced because he started Kenny Pickett and finished with a losing record or the team of destiny in the technical fouls. Is that the comment you're regarding? Yeah. Are you referring to? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's kind of going after the fools there. 
He's jealous, man. Jealousy is not a good look on the commission. I love how I wasn't even mentioning that that, that message. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> just blue Tom. Ah, right? oh, fuck Tom. Yeah, fuck Tom. Fuck <laughs> Tom. Uh, well, I did. I did uh, talk to Brian about these comments because he had some thoughts. He had some. He had some shit to talk after a commanding 247 and a half point win, uh, highest in the league, I believe, uh, way higher than any of the playoff teams. Um, so let's let's see what Brian texted. He texted a lot, and I didn't have a chance to read it beforehand. So we'll we'll learn what he says together. Uh, so he first he goes after goes after the commish. He says, I think Dave needs to, to be reminded that Christian McCaffrey is the chosen one, number one in fantasy points across all positions and almost 100 more points than this number two running back. To add to that, my close personal friend, Josh Allen, is number two in fantasy points across all positions. Justin Jefferson is healthy, and before his pussy got hurt, he was averaging more points than Tyreek Hill. Sprinkle in the sun god Kenneth Walker is back from injury and Cooper Cup is playing like his old self. And this team is cheeks, you say? This team is dangerous, I say. Wow. What a paragraph by Brian. He's uh he's coming he's feeling pretty confident, Tom. What was the year that, that they had uh, Marshawn Lynch with the with the beast quake or where they were under five hundred but then they beat the Saints in the playoffs? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But, it's giving me those vibes where, where, you know, shitty team on paper and all of a sudden they explode. But, you know, he's a sleeping giant. Yeah, but here's the, here's here's the thing about that, though. They've been saying they've been saying we've been saying <laughs> that he has the best team on paper, like for the last three or four years, because he just does because he because he has his keepers. He has Jefferson McCaffrey and uh, I don't know who else he usually goes with. But like on paper, he has like number one running back, number one receiver and then like. You know, like he does have an amazing team. You know, no, I didn't want to see him in the playoffs. I was, I was genuinely hoping that, that Matt would make the playoffs instead of instead of Brian. I'm not afraid to say it. You know, like I, I do not have enough pride to, 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 to step out and go. Oh no, my team is is so much more dominant than Brian. I don't know. He's got a dangerous team. <laughs> well, uh, John, I'm just realizing. Yeah, Tom has doubled down. From a few weeks ago where he was out there screaming to anyone that would listen. It was Tom time. <laughs> and well, quite a bit, well, and talking quite about a bit the East. Since then, Randy. Quite a bit has happened since then, Randy. Because, you know, the reason it genuinely might be Tom time is because, holy fucking shit, am I lucky. Very That's lucky. true. I yeah. mean, I am lucky because... I, well, well, we'll we'll get into that in a second because uh, we will okay, definitely okay. talk about luck uh, all right, all in right. the next segment. Uh, sure. But I, Brian did also send a couple other things along. He said, uh, I advise Tom just forfeits to save himself the embarrassment. I'll throw him 50 bucks for his efforts in making it this far. This is a 100% legit offer. So Hold on a second. How much is, how much is the championship pot? 200 bucks. Uh, this year, actually, he... this year it's 300 bucks because you, uh, you top place record people wanted to let it ride. Yeah, it's not worth it. <laughs> I thought about for, for about two seconds there. I thought about it. for fifty Leaving bucks money on the table, for, Tom. It's not worth it for a championship. Nah, it's not worth it. 
<laughs> money bags, Brian. Pay, pay oh, me to watch. I would love if Tom forfeited, and then we just watched the next two weeks, and Tom's team beats Brian. But there's nothing he could do about it at that point. I am a degenerate gambler, guys. I I, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot leave the table at 50, but when I can get 300, just can't do it. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, let's, let's move on to, to your team, Tommy. The Denny okay. Irvine's Gatorade versus the technical fouls. Talk us through this one, Tom. Oh, boy. This must have not been very fun to watch for the rest of the league. When Abysmal. We saw a dominant showing from Brian's team, and, well... A poor effort from Eric's team, but, you know, still, you know, he, he tried his best. Meanwhile, my team and Chez's team were just, I mean, it. I'm, I'm trying to think of a good analogy for, for a terrible game this year. Like, I don't know, any Steeler game this year, just like watching any Steeler game this year. <laughs> um, because, that is so accurate. This past, because this past week, I, I think I only had 79 points this week. I think Chez had like 73 this week. Chez had 76 this week. 76. Thank you, Jesus. Randy. And and the fact is, you know, I already mentioned how lucky I am. So last week, uh, Tyreek Hill, um, I believe he, he what, t- turned a knee or turned an ankle. So he missed almost the entire game last week. Still got about eight points. But then this week didn't play at all. And then last week, Justin Herbert, his, his only good quarterback, I think, Broke his finger that was out for the rest of the year. Um, there were a few other factors involved. Michael Pittman Jr. got knocked out in like the that's, second quarter. That's another great example. Who was thing. having a game at that point. That's another great example of, of how just like, wow, another thing in my favor. Because, yeah, like that, that opening drive, he just they just kept hitting him. Um, the, the, the week prior, Saquon, I think, had over 20 points. This week only had four points. Travis Kelsey, only four and a half points. Stephon Diggs, only six points. I mean, his only good player who did what he was supposed to do was Justin Tucker with 12 points, which was his second highest total. I mean, because, again, on paper, Chess has a good team. I mean, you've been calling on the team of Destiny all year. Well, apparently Destiny is not like Chess because it just kept fucking him in the ass. Had Matthew made one change to his roster... We're talking to Matthew Albert Chez right now on the podcast. Had he started Jordan Addison and not left 26 points on the bench? Well, for the record, for, for the record, Randy, we, we can both play that game because I didn't start Jalen Hurts with 21 points and Dak had a had an abysmal five points. You, so you are correct. You are correct. And, and and I was debating back and forth, but once it, but you know, I heard that that um, that, that Jalen Hurts had cut. COVID or some kind of stomach bug. So, so, I, so I thought he wasn't going to play. So, so I put in Dak. Turned out he could play. And, and, he, and even though last night he didn't look that, uh, that good on paper, that's kind of been Hurts all year. Where, like, in, in real football terms, he hasn't been that great. But in fantasy terms, he's still, like, number three in the league. So, yeah, you know. But, um, <laughs> I mean, my team, though, it was just a series of, of, of peaks and valleys because, you know, Dak and Eckler – Motherfucking Eckler, John, <laughs> at four again, <laughs> at four points. Oh my God! Four points. <clears throat> what um, do we call Austin Eckler? What was it? I mean, the uh, is it John's close personal friend, or was no? It what's John? the nickname you have for him? Super friend champion. Super friend. Super friend champion. champion. Yeah, Austin Eckler. Or, or, or I'm going to say John's sleeper agent that was only put in place to handicap my team. Um. 
I mean, Austin Eckler and Derrick Henry. It, it, if you would have told me last year going into the season that those two it would be my biggest fucking problem with four points and then two points. Mm -hmm. uh, that, I mean, oh, my God. And, and then fucking Jameer Gibbs would get me 23 and Devontae would get me 20. But that was basically my entire team. Those two players right there were like my entire points. So, I am so annoyed that you won this game. It would have been so fucking funny if you lost. It's astounding. Oh, it, it is I mean, this this team's unbelievable. Oh, man, you you really fucked me by winning this game because if Chez had won the championship, I would have gotten his first. I already get his first round pick. I would have gotten his second round pick next year, also. And then Tom, also, I give I get your first round pick this year or this coming year. So by losing, you would have been like three spots earlier, two spots earlier. It was. You really fucked me by winning this game, Tom. I can't yeah, believe you did. Yeah, but hold on a second. Right there, though. That right there, that trade right there is why I cannot forfeit this fucking championship for Brian or whatever the whole thing was. Because I have to win this championship because, because I don't have a first-round pick next year. You know... you can... motherfucking Eckler. And everybody else, when they make these stupid-ass trades midseason, it seems to work out in their favor. <laughs> but me? No. You shouldn't have traded... I sold him like one game after he came back from like a four week injury. Well, and he hadn't he hadn't honestly, played that well beforehand. Yeah, but what honestly hurts though is like that one game. Yeah, that sucked. But he did have like a run there where eighteen and a half, <laughs> nineteen, eighteen, uh -huh. like three straight weeks. I think after that, where it's like, oh no, he, he looks he looks solid again. Like he's, yeah. he's he's averaging almost twenty points a game. He pulled the wool over your eyes, Tom. He thought you weren't looking, and then he was gonna <laughs> fuck you. And then weeks ten. Uh, 11 through 15, he, he only got over six one time. Holy motherfucking shit. Oh, God, man. I hate so much. Okay, I need to go back through your games and see how, I will when say, you started him. Your matchup with Chez, it made for a great like viewing of Monday Night Football because I you, you have back no to allegiance back, to either game. Back-to-back -back weeks. And it was like, it was just, you could sit, you could watch and enjoy the game. You're hoping DK Metcalf and, um, ah, shit. And DeAndre Swift have a game. And you had no players either to play on Monday night. It was a great watch. Honestly, I thought for sure I was going to lose. So I went to bed early, but but, but I had my phone on and, and the ringer on because I, I had to get up early that, uh, today. And... When I started hearing the dings, I knew something something was going on. So, so, so I got so I got back up and turned the game on at like eleven o'clock. Oh man! Well, uh, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Let's because uh, I actually asked for uh, a voice message of your thoughts at what yesterday at like seven fifteen. I think it was it was after the last game, wasn't it? Yeah, after the last Sunday game or something like that. Yeah. Uh, let me let me see if I can figure out how to play this on here. Okay. Uh, all right. So here's a here's what Tom here's how Tom was feeling uh, Sunday evening after some of the games. Absolutely no confidence. Absolute mess. Dak and suck it. I'm so angry right now. <laughs> the fact that I was waiting for my yet again delayed flight in Denver didn't help the mood. <laughs> Yet again, yet again, a, a classic reverse jinx, I think, from Tom there. 
uh, and let's let's go. So this is the same time uh, uh, from Matt Chez's point of view. So let's hear it, how he how he was feeling uh, after the Sunday games. This team fucking fights. QB one goes down week one, one point. Wide receiver one gets hurt in week one, plays on limited snaps. Out week two, zero <laughs> points week two. Wide receiver three gets almost decapitated, about to have a big game, out of the game. This team fucking fights. ESPN counted me out. 79% chance for uh, a loss this week. No, no. The technical fouls are keep fucking fighting. 43 points behind, three players left. I, we're going to pull this out. Too much fucking fighting this team. I fucking love the bravado. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. God, he... <laughs> and he was so close. If uh, if DK Metcalf, he he got DK Metcalf finished with I think like nine and a half points, off of like three catches though. It was only like three catches the whole game, and because that last catch um, was like a thirty-five yarder or something like that. But he um, he just had like one or two until the last drive of the game, and then they couldn't stop feeding him and. If Drew Locke had thrown a better ball at one point, he would have had a, like a fucking sixty-yard touchdown. It definitely would have been, yeah, for sure. It was just like, and then even at the end when it's like, uh, okay, uh, who, who's the fucking team? They go up by three points, and then you're like, okay, the, well the Eagles, they still have twenty seconds, three timeouts. They're gonna get into field goal range, and they're marching. And then that crazy interception, everyone's thinking, well, overtime. You know, the technical foul still have a chance, and then they lose it. You've been calling Chez the Team of Destiny all year long, and it's as if I'm not the Team of Destiny. It's like I just pass my bad luck to other people. It's like I'm just <laughs> passing bad luck on people. Because, like, when, when, when people play me, <laughs> bad things happen. Oh, my God. That really is true. That it really is. You've, because, you've gotten because, so much bad luck that you admit it now. It's It's crazy. Yeah, like... I should not be where I am, especially because, like, almost every one of my good players, like elite players, you know, that aren't quarterbacks anyway, have had some major quarterback issues. Like, Jamar Chase, you know, lost Burrow in, like, week, like, what was it, like, seven or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he actually still posted some pretty good numbers since then, but now he's out, though. So, I I know I don't have Jamar Chase in the championship. He's he's done. Um, <laughs> what, what else? Um I kept Devontae, which was definitely a mistake, because I should have realized that Jimmy Garoppolo would not be a good guy for that. But amazingly, since then, Aiden O'Connell to Devontae has been eh, okay, <laughs> all things considered. And, you know, I, you know, I kept Derrick Henry, right? And it turns out it's, it's just like, you know, his wheels seem, seem to have fallen off. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, just Things just kind of keep going in my favor. Because, like, my team just ha- hasn't been playing that well. But every time people play me, they don't play well either. So it's just... I don't know. Well, this this is this is going to be really interesting to find out because I'm predicting um, it, McCaffrey pulls a groin or something because, <laughs> because like it just seems to happen that way now. Well, uh, Tom, let's give you another little piece of information. Do you know that you've played the Running Fools two other times this season? Yeah, I think I won both times, didn't I? Uh, let's see. Week eleven was the most recent time you played. The Running Fools put up ninety three and a half. Denny Irvine's Gatorade put up seventy nine and a half. So okay, that that right. was a uh, 
about a 15 point loss there. And then week four, running. Oh, okay, I lost both times. Both. Okay, I lost both times. Running Fools put up 154 to Denny Irvine's 89. So maybe the Running oh. Fools have the uh, the good luck charm, the luck of the Irish with them. Well, <laughs> yeah, but actually, the funny thing about my record, I was nine and four. I only lost to two teams. I lost to, to, to Eric twice and, and, and Brian twice. Wow. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, we'll, we'll see if he's able to, to pull off pull off the sweep or something. Uh, he's certainly possible. He's already shown it. Let's go ahead and make some picks here, Rando. You want, well, let's, let's preview the matchup a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, thank you. First, we got the, uh, out, of, out of the West Division, the Running Fools. Number two seed at six and seven, going up against the nine and four, third place in the East, Denny Irvine's Gatorade. They're currently projected 110 for uh, Denny Irvine and 119.3 for the Running Fools. Uh, but of course, we're recording this one on Tuesday, so we don't know what kind of waiver activity these two are going to get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom, you want to give us a little insight in that? Are you are you sticking with the guys you have? You happy with what you got? Well, I did put an A claim, but just in case someone else decides to pounce on that, I'm not going to say who it was for. Okay. All right. Well, I'll just kind of go through the uh, the waivers and pick out any names that I like. I think I'll squeak in under the waiver before you. Should I say for the player? I mean, you know. I, I... No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <clears throat> all right, well, that, that's our matchup. Uh, we're we're going to pick this week and the champion. So who, who wants to start? Tom, you want to lead us off? Sure. You know, here's the thing. I've said it the entire podcast. I mean, you know, this is almost like, you know, I, I've been propping up Brian's team the entire podcast to talk about how, how fucking amazing it is. But here's the thing. Reverse jinx. Well, not even that. Weird things seem to happen in this playoffs when, when, when people play me. Now, that's only happened with one other team because it's a two-week <laughs> playoff series. But, you know, it's, it's still pretty interesting how, how it happened both weeks with, with fluky shit happening. So it genuinely seems like fluky shit might happen again. I mean, you know, some of these matchups aren't ideal. For example, McCaffrey's playing the Ravens' defense. That that, that might be something interesting. You know, the, the Ravens, I've had a pretty good deal all year. Mm-hmm. Um, the... Uh, Josh Allen is playing the Chargers. Well, oh boy, that 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 be a, after after happened last week with the fucking Raiders. Uh, that might scare me a little bit. Um, let's see what else we got going here. Well, he's got he's got two Ravens uh, against the Niners. Mm-hmm. So like you know, I don't think anybody in that matchup might be amazing because those are two pretty good defenses. Um, you know what? I've been lucky so far. <laughs> That's all I really got for analysis on this one because you know, he's still got a pretty deep team and my team's pretty fucking fluky, but we'll see what happens. All right. I like it. Yeah, I uh I mean it's your team is very up and down, but you finished nine and four. I mean, I guess you did have some some bad losses in there, but you couldn't have had too many down weeks getting nine and four. Um that being said though. I feel like the I feel like the fools have. I, I started calling the technical fouls to the uh, the team of destiny after Randy did, uh, and I, I thought I thought that was the case. But 
before them, I forgot, there was a team called the Running Fools, and their team was absolutely star-studded. They had Josh Allen, they had Tony Pollard, they had Christian McCaffrey, Justin Jefferson, Amon Ross St. Brown, Kenneth Walker, Cooper Cup, Najee, Najee Harris. I mean, the, like, Najee is on the bench. Calvin Ridley on the bench, etc. <laughs> you know, they're my they're team kind destiny. Of off, they're kind of giving off O5 Steelers vibes right now. You know, the wild, the wild card team that, that uh, gets in and, uh, and gets hot. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. But it's it's like if the, the O5 Steelers were like missing Big Ben and Heinz Ward all season and then they came back for the playoffs. So that is an accurate description. I'm, yes. I'm, so I'm sticking with the running fools this week and next week. Oh, you pick it both weeks. Let's go. Both weeks. I, I, and it might be close, but I'm taking them in both weeks. Rando, how about you? A few weeks ago, Johnny, I said it right on this podcast. The greatest trick the devil ever played was letting the world know or letting the world forget he existed. Oh, so close to get the quote right. <laughs> Brian tricked us all year. Mm-hmm. We thought he was good. On paper, he looked good. And then he barely squeaks into the playoffs. Didiano makes one mistake in starting Kenny Pickett. Actually, he didn't even make a mistake. Kenny got hurt. Brian shouldn't even be at the dance, but he's here. All I heard out of that was, was that Brian's the devil. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. But um, looking at the teams, I can't go. I can't do anything with these projections. Tom's team, he's going to be tinkering all week. <laughs> tinker, Tom, tinker, do you really tinker. trust A-Chain tinker, Tom. when Raheem Mostert gets most of the touchdowns? Cool. Well, Randy, that is a that is a genuinely fair point, but I don't have many other options. Hey, because, hey, because, hey, because, hey, because, hey! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Did I interrupt you when you were talking? No, I have the Mute goddamn him. floor. Mute him. You know, you know what, Tommy? I have the goddamn floor. Anyways, let's go. Um, Rasheed Rice from Kansas City. Do you really trust him going into the playoffs, buddy? I, I've been looking at it. I spent all day going back and forth, Tom or Brian, Tom or Brian, Tom or Brian. <laughs> and I'm going to shock the world here. <laughs> no, don't do it. I said, I've said it. Tom Haley cannot close. <laughs> but guess what, John? But what? guess what, John? What? This is the week. Tom finally closes. Wow. Tom Haley is going to stake his claim and finally reach that brass ring. He's going for it. I'm taking Tom this week. Wow. Don't make me eat my words, Tom. I'm taking Tom. I'm call- I'm going for the upset. Okay, what about the championship? Who's-, who's our champion? Taking Tom? We'll see what happens next week on the pod. Tune in. You know this is horseshit. I I am his mortal enemy. He's doing this just to pull up, put a reverse jinx. I think this is the year Tom Haley finally closes. <laughs> bitch. You know what? I I was propping up Brian the entire fucking pod, doing my best, but my own reverse jinx. And this son of a bitch decides the, the, the one week of the year to finally get, give me a little bit of confidence in the worst possible way. Yep. Yeah. I told Eric I was turning heel on this episode and. Doing it. Son of a bitch. 
Oh, man. That is fucking crazy. You know, another reason I'm pissed that Tom won is because if he lost, I was going to make the title of the episode Eckler. I hardly know her. <laughs> you know, I was look, so excited. And it would have been. Just, just for that title, I wish I had lost too. <laughs> and I'm not going to use it now because it, cause it doesn't work. But anyway. All right. <laughs> well. Uh, I'm excited to uh, to see how this one goes, and if it's close, maybe maybe we actually will stream one of these. We'll see. All Tom's got to do is keep it close this week. He's got to yeah, ride that wave, keep it close. So, okay, so Monday night, the Monday night game is on Christmas. That's really annoying. <laughs> that's that's gonna that could put a real damper on on the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> nervously watching football with your family <laughs> oh, well man. well all i can say to that is mccaffrey injury history jefferson injury history walker injury history <laughs> history alan's a reckless fool come on jinx let's go wow Tom's really going for it. <laughs> oh man I bet maybe maybe after last year's matchup, after the Demar Hamlin thing, the fo- the fancy football guys were just like, just let do whatever it takes to make Tom win, <laughs> like whatever you have to do. It's starting to feel that way. I said, like honestly, when I saw that Herbert was out for the rest of the season, I thought, wow, somebody loves me up there. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's another thing. Like even if okay, Herbert got hurt last week, even if he was well enough to play this week, that still, that might have made the difference. Can we talk about that real quick? Yeah. Herbert's out with what, a dislocated, was it a dislocated finger or a fractured finger? What was it? I thought it was like his his index finger, wasn't it? Can't he just tape that shit up and go out there? What? I thought so. I mean, like, like, I suppose he would lose a bit of ball control, but like, I don't know. I mean, it can't be that bad. Ben Ben would have been out. I think we all agree Ben would have been fucking out. When I first saw he was out, I texted Dillard and I said, Ben would have taped that shit up and played. Definitely. Seriously. Because, I mean, they're not out of the playoff playoff race. I mean, they're not doing great, but... Who, the Chargers? Yeah. Oh, they're full. No, they're out. Are they? I mean, they'll have four wins. Oh. Okay, I guess I I I was thinking of a few weeks ago. Well, no, they're horrible. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, they fired their coach. Yeah. Well, I, I did see that. That's that's insane. And the GM. Yeah. All right. Maybe well. if, hey, if he's looking for a job, maybe we can uh, get him on the pod. But also, though, like, again, though, the Tyreek thing, too, though. I mean, that, that's amazing. The fact that in, in, in the, like, the very first series, that, that very first playoff game, he gets, he, he gets rolled up on and he's out, he's out for the whole the entire game. It just, like, it was, it was thing after thing after thing. And, the Michael Pittman thing. We already talked about it. Wasn't it the first series? It's like, oh my god! I, I, just, I just kept. No, talking. no, that was in the second quarter. Okay. All yeah, right, but fine. he, but he was starting. He, he had nine points. Yeah, he was on a roll at that point. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then again, though, like you know, um, the Bills crushed the Cowboys, right? Yeah. Well, in that game, they all, all, all the Bills did was run the ball. So Josh Allen and uh, Stephon Diggs, like both, kind of did nothing. So Stephon Diggs only had six points. It just kept happening. Crazy, yeah. A, a billion things had to happen for you to win that game. It's just crazy. 
pretty much. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got. Best of luck to everyone this week. This has been a super fantasy football show. We'll be back next week. And until then, I'll see you in Froggies. Take us out, Glow City, and have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.